Okay, so really excited to welcome Miss Melody Reed of the Hazel Pittman Center on uh, the podcast today. So thank you, uh, Miss Melody, for hopping on with us. Well, thanks for having me, Josh. For sure. And, um, you know, super excited to talk a little bit about the Hazel Pittman Center as well as, you know, y'all's involvement with our student athletes and just our community. Um, and y'all have had a really big vested interest in our, our student athletes in particular with your support of some of our athletic initiatives, not just here, but just across our our county and y'all had a, a just a major impact on that so um but i'm gonna start with you um and let you talk a little bit about your role now i believe your formal title you're the director of prevention services yes director okay. of prevention services um and community outreach as well okay well so i've been in public health now for about 26 years and um near and dear to my heart and of course the Hazel Pittman Center is the Chester County Authority for Substance Abuse um, Issues. And so anyone who wants to receive help for any type of substance abuse issue they may have, regardless, you know, of their inability to pay, you know, we provide those services to them. And so under that umbrella, even though we um, are mainly substance abuse focused, we also uh, work with community coalitions and focus on other aspects of um, the prevention services that we provide outside of that substance abuse realm. So, um, you know, even with the um, counseling or treatment side, because we have treatment, intervention, and prevention. And so uh, with the treatment side, you know, we see folks that um, want to come in and we you know, service them individually. We um, do group settings and we do family settings as well. Uh, so we cover all of those areas. And then we also have the treatment program where uh, we do group and provide group services for people who need intensive outpatient. And so intensive outpatient is where they could still live their daily lives, do their day-to-day -day activities, go to work, go home and they're not in a residential facility uh, that can come in and get some of those same services to help them towards the path to recovery. So that's our main focus at the Hazel Pittman Center. Uh, but in, like I said, in prevention, we focus a lot on um, public health. And so it's prevention of pretty much any and everything. It's very broad. We you know, definitely like to focus on uh, substance abuse prevention, but we like to focus on healthy uh, eating and active living, being physically active. Uh, henceforth, while we support the sports um, and athletics at each of the high schools here in Chester County. And um, we just like to give back as well. So it's a big part of giving back to our community as well. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's just a little bit about the Hazel Pittman Center and um, what I've been doing there for the last 20-something years. Yeah, right. And and I believe one of y'all's campaigns this year, I mean, big anti-vaping campaign, I think, this past fall with the football programs. Um, seems like y'all are just very invested in this, our, uh, especially this group of student athletes. Um, and, you know, I believe the first time I even met you, I think you were at the Chester County Jamboree out there uh, repping uh, uh, Hazel Pittman. Yes, we love doing things like that. So we try and um, support 
each of those programs um, in various ways. I mean, of course, we love to sponsor and donate funds to those organizations or those um, athletic programs. Yes. But it's also about being visible and um, lending a helping hand, putting bodies there, like for volunteering. So anytime you guys are hosting something and need something, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Yeah, yes, ma'am. And I, I mean, I've seen y'all everywhere. I've seen your, your social media presence and some of the things that y'all are pushing out. And it looks like y'all are just all hands on deck all the time and working real hard over there. And, and you know, we appreciate on the athletic end. Um all the, the support that you give throughout the county. Um, but even I, you know, you were talking through some of the things. I didn't even know the magnitude of kind of some of the things that y'all are doing out there. So that was, I always think of it from like our perspective and I'm always thinking about our student athletes, but um, hearing the role that y'all are having, you know, with adults and some of these these group settings, um, that that's pretty cool it's, and new new information to me. So Right. We, um, we also have the youth advisory boards at each high school. Yeah. And so um, just putting that plug out there, if you have some student athletes who are interested in um, being a part of that YAB, um, tell them to just reach out to Carly Christian. Um, she is and Tanya Hanson as well. They are the advisors for the Youth Advisory Board there. Um, and so that's the avenue that they can take to get more involved in things that are going on in the school. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think we've got a pretty solid group. I, I've, I've heard them getting involved with some things. I think we got a solid group out there, but that's good. I didn't know I hadn't made that connection. Um, so that's pretty cool. So I guess we can switch gears a little bit now that we've had the chance to kind of introduce the Hazel Pippen Center and some of the things that you guys are, are doing across the county. Um, we got a pretty exciting opportunity coming up here towards the end of the week. Uh, a, a first ever, to my knowledge. I tried to look back and see if we'd ever hosted a Christmas tournament. We always go away for Christmas tournaments. So having this opportunity to host a Christmas tournament here in Great Falls, a place with, you know, a very rich basketball tradition, you know, anyone who's, even me, somebody who came from the lower state, I was aware of the rich history up here. I wasn't, I don't think I, I quite understood it until I got on campus, but I was aware. Yeah. I love basketball <laughs> this year. But, um, you know, how did this idea to have this, you know, to, to make this partnership work with our basketball program, um, how did that kind of come to fruition? Because it seems like you and, and Coach Fair kind of—I mean, y'all brought it to me. Um, yeah, yeah. Very fleshed out by the time it ended up even reaching me. So, um, mm -hmm. you could talk a little bit about that about y'all kind of working together to make this happen. Yes, yes. So I have been um, for what three years now trying to pull pull a basketball tournament together. It's basically to bring awareness to parents and youth about the issues surrounding underage drinking and vaping. And so I approached Coach Fair um, to see if it was a possibility that you guys could host the basketball tournament that we were proposing. So back in 2020, you know, COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And this was going to be our, you know, first ever basketball tournament. So due to COVID, those first two years, it was no point, no need in trying because we were trying to get back to some normalcy in 2021. Right. And um, it just didn't happen in 2020 and 2021. 
And so 2022 rolled around and the year got away from us. And we were like, okay, we got to get this in. Um, one of the reasons why we really wanted to focus on that is because we did receive some federal funding through some grants that I applied for um, with SAMHSA, our um, uh, Substance Abuse Administration, you know, and they were uh, able to allow us to, you know, designate funds to do special events in the community that are geared towards youth. Um, and so we wanted to make sure that we included the youth and family in planning this event. And so when I approached Coach Fair about um, hosting, he was more than willing to, you know, host for us. And uh, we we worked together to try to put it, um, the tournament together, like the dates and um, getting teams together. And so I said, well, let's throw a little twist in there and let's get some of our first responders, uh, law enforcement and EMS and firefighters. Let's let's get them back on the court for just a little quick pickup game in between some of the high school basketball games. Yeah, and let me do a quick insert there. I've been those guys have been talking about it. Uh, the, even at the basketball games, we've had this. This we have one uh, Monday night in the in the previous week. Um, I, these folks are they're already talking about who's going to be on the court and who's going to be around and, and can I survive for eight minutes of running clock. <laughs> Um, so they, they're excited about it. I know our, we got some kids that are very excited about it. I did think that's a, a fantastic idea that y'all had to throw that twist in there because that does Yeah, yeah. I felt like, um, and believe me, they are giving me a hard time. But I told them, I said, look, if you played back in high school, back in the day, um, you should be able to find enough of, you know, energy to get up and down that court. And then I said, maybe I'll promise y'all a running clock so that you don't have to, <laughs> so that you won't be out of breath as bad. Um, and so, yes, I'm looking forward to that. Um, of course, we have some that are still kind of young at heart and, and we'll be able to get up and down that court with no problem. But then we will have others that will struggle and that will be a good uh, comic relief for some of the, you know, spectators that will be attending on Saturday. So I'm looking forward to that game as well. <laughs> yeah. And to, to kind of shout out the, the times for anybody listening. Um, so we do have, we've got games Friday at 6 and 7.30. And then we're going to come back on Saturday, 4 o'clock, we'll have the, the consolation game um, between the, the two teams that lose Friday night. They'll have another opportunity to play. And then right after that four o'clock game, that's where we'll have this all uh, these first responders uh, back in action here um, in C Gym. And then following that game, of course, we'll have the the championship game about five thirty. Um, yeah. Then, yeah. So. Um, so something I wanted to add to that, just to get spectators and folks out, is that I have um, also I am going to generously donate some door prizes. So I will have tickets that will give folks um, at the door as they're coming in um, to pass out for them to hold on to. And I will have door prizes on Friday night and I'll have door prizes on Saturday as well. 
Um, and so maybe during intermission and the break in between um, the games on Friday night, we can, you know, make a couple announcements and get people to pull their tickets out and um, try and win some of these door prizes that we have. For sure. For sure. Yeah, we'll have to we'll push that out and, and, and let folks know. And we can definitely do that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, really exciting Friday, Saturday, um, 22nd, 23rd. Come watch a little Great Falls basketball before you, um, if you got any last minute Christmas shopping. Hopefully you can knock that over then. But uh, right. hoping to have a, a, a full house. We've got, the boys have had a very, very strong um, performance these last couple of games. They're really trending the right way. Uh, and and we're real excited about them. You know, Coach Bear always schedules pretty tough non-conference. Um, and, and, right. and it's paid dividends, you know, the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're excited to see our, how we do in this tournament and get two games in before Christmas and then have some time off and get the guys all rested up. Uh, got a couple of nagging injuries, so hopefully we can get those mm-hmm. um, rehabbed and, and be back to full health whenever we come back from uh, come back from Christmas break. So. So something else I wanted to throw in there was um, our whole purpose and meaning behind this focusing on underage drinking is is that uh, we need parents to, you know, have those conversations to their, uh, with their teens, with their high schoolers, with their middle schoolers, you know, Um, it's about 85 South Carolinians under the age of 21 that die each year from alcohol use um and just in the state of south carolina we spend about a billion dollars each year um that's equivalent to about two thousand three hundred some odd dollars for each young person in our state and so um you know we have ninth through 12th graders admitting to you know drinking alcohol in the past month um, it's about 23%. 23% doesn't sound like, you know, a large number, right? But it's still a great deal of youth that are drinking, you know, in the last 30 days. And so by us, you know, putting this on, I think that, you know, this will help with starting those conversations and uh, talking to getting parents to talk to their kids about alcohol, tobacco, other drugs, um, even promiscuous activity. You know, we don't want that conversation to be awkward. And so we know it's hard for parents to have those uncomfortable conversations. But I think that it's necessary in order to keep their kids healthy and safe. And so um, they could start it by having short conversations. You know, sometimes that's the best way to keep communication flowing. You know, don't talk to them for 20 and 30 minutes. Just throw it in a quick, you know, snippet of a conversation. Because um, the more short talk that they have, the easier it gets for the parent to give that information to them. And so resources and everything are out here and we host parent universities, you know, every um, month for like six months in a row uh, series to help give parents the tools and equip them with what they need in order to have these conversations. So hopefully they're tuning in for that. But ultimately we want these children to make healthy choices and healthy decisions for themselves. 
And so I feel like starting the conversation early is a good way to get those um, kids, you know, the right information that they need. Uh, we got young adults going into that next phase of college. Um, and so hope they're hoping it'll help in those aspects and areas as well. Yeah, well, hopefully this tournament serves as, you know, if, if for parents that haven't had that conversation, maybe this is that, you know, initial push, that snowball effect, hopefully, where we can start having some of those conversations. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, Ms. Reed, you know, really appreciate you joining me today and making some time out of your schedule um, to hop on here. And, um, you know, we're really excited to host you guys and, and to have this partnership and um, looking forward to to this host of games that we have this weekend uh, to push us into Christmas. So. Exactly. I'm looking forward to it as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for hopping on with us. And thank you to all our listeners. Um, we really appreciate you guys tuning in you know, bi-weekly trying to get these things out and, and just kind of talk a little bit about our athletic department and, and some of our partnerships, like with the, the fantastic Hazel Pittman Center. Um, so uh, we're appreciate doing it. a great job, by the way. <laughs> well, doing a wonderful job at it. Well, I'm loving it. The social media presence, podcast, you know, the newsletters you put out. It's wonderful. It's well, great. well, Thank you. Thank you. We're just trying to make sure everybody knows we, we do a lot of great things here at Great Falls. And I think sometimes people don't exactly. don't always know about it. So we're trying real hard to make sure that we, we push that out to showcase some of the cool things our kids are doing. So right. keep up the good work. Well, thank you. And appreciate everybody for tuning in.